0: and welcome back to the ITB News Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Outhwaite. Now, this of course is the monthly podcast from ITB Berlin, where we bring you up to date on all of the travel news from around the world, as well as some exclusive interviews. Of course, if you are looking for more news updates, please do visit news.itb.com. Now, this month's exclusive interview is with Hannah Kleber, who is the founder, managing director and business owner of the KPRN Network. She is also the recently re-elected president of Corp Touristique, which is the Association of International Tourist Boards in Germany. But before we get stuck in with this exclusive interview, let's hear some news. Latvia is encouraging us all to dig a little deeper into gastronomic tourism in the region. And here we do mean dig quite literally because in Latvian gastronomy, root vegetables are what takes the pride of place. You can observe it especially during autumn when it's harvest season where many of the flavours of Latvia really come alive. And this is the time when Latvians harvest and celebrate the fruits of their springtime labour resulting in all sorts of culinary treats. In the vast natural expanse of Latvia, you can find plenty of treats just right for picking, and this includes mushroom picking, where apparently some people even get a little competitive regarding the best mushroom spots. Latvia's marketplaces are also going to be full of plenty of natural goods, including potatoes, pumpkins, apples, and cranberries. And if it is in the market, it is probably organic, because in Latvia there's a very short chain of supply from the field to the marketplace. You can also try to time your visit around September the 29th, which is the autumn solstice celebration. When traveling around Latvia, you are recommended to enjoy it with all of your senses and not only see and get to know the beauty of smaller and larger towns, but also to taste them. And where better to enjoy this than in the breweries and cider houses. Riga, for example, in the 19th century was a brewing city. And by joining their forces, 10 Latvian breweries decided to restore the fame of the ancient Northern European citadel for brewing and create the Riga Beer District. This is 10 pubs, 10 different stories and experiences where beer lovers have the opportunity to visit them individually or on specially designed beer tours accompanied by an enthusiastic guide. Enjoying local flavors is of course, such an important part of traveling. And in Latvia, the onset of spring is marked by the return of migratory birds, freshly blooming snowdrops and a full glass of birch juice. Yes, this is the juice from birch trees and to collect this juice, a small hole is drilled in the birch tree through which the juice flows. Water that the wood has filtered out, giving it a slightly sweet, but fresh and refreshing flavour. And then there is only one soup that Latvians associate with the beginning of summer, but for many foreigners, it raises questions. Not only because the soup is not boiled and it's served chilled, but also because it visually looks different from most other soups as it's bright pink. Well, with all these incredible options, it certainly does seem like Latvia is a wonderful destination for foodies. Exhibitors can now register their stand at the world's leading travel trade show, which will be taking place on the Berlin Exhibition Grounds from the 5th to the 7th of March next year. To optimize the exhibitor experience and help save time and efforts, ITB Berlin is launching a new online portal which exhibitors can use to make all preparations for their participation. Full details can be found on the exhibitor portal of ITB Berlin 2024. ITB Berlin is also delighted to announce the launch of the ITB Innovation Radar, a dynamic platform that highlights groundbreaking innovations in the tourism industry. With a focus on technical, social and economic impact, the ITB Innovation Radar aims to explore the future of travel and tourism. As the world's leading travel trade show, ITB Berlin brings together a diverse range of suppliers, exhibitors and industry professionals. The ITB Innovation Radar will serve as a platform for exhibiting suppliers to showcase their innovative products, services and novelties that are shaping the future of travel. With a keen eye on the latest trends and advancements, the ITB Innovation Radar will feature cutting edge solutions that have the potential to revolutionize the tourism industry. From sustainable practices to emerging technologies, this platform will provide valuable insights into the transformative ideas driving the sector forward. Stay tuned, of course, for updates and prepare to be inspired by the remarkable innovations that will be showcased at ITB Berlin, the global hub of travel industry innovation. On this episode, I'm going to be chatting with Hannah Kleber, She is the founder, managing director, and business owner of the KPRN Network. She earned a Master of Communications degree from Frankfurt Academy of Marketing Communications and spent several years working successfully in public relations for major multinational hotel chains before starting her own firm in 1994. She has also been recently re-elected as the president of Corp Touristique, which is the Association of International Tourist Boards in Germany. Welcome, Hannah. Congratulations, because you were recently re-elected president of co weren't you? The Association of the International Tourist Boards in Germany. Can you tell our listeners just a little bit more about the organization and its scope and areas of activity, really? Yes. I mean, the Cotturistic as such, was founded
1: really in some sort of the early 50s, you know, um, when tourism started to evol- evolve in Germany or in the world as such. And the the the, the classical culturalistic job would be, or we have a Satzung, which means a statute of it. It's really that our statutes says clearly that we have the official mandate, you know, for the foreign tourism boards in Germany. Uh, at least our members in the touristic, and we have more than forty members, um, states. It's really to create awareness for the outbound tourism, you know, into those countries. It's either Europe, it's long haul, whatsoever. And to create awareness and also to do a bit of political lobbying when it comes, you know, to all the corporations working with the Deutsche Reisebüroverband, uh, BTW, which is the Bund Deutsche Tourismuswirtschaft, With all these associations, we're working as it's Arbeitsgemeinschaft, Selbstständige Reisebüros, a think tank in Berlin, um, and many of those uh, already existing associations. So to cooperate with them and work either with them or to lobby that the foreign tourism is a very important factor. And therefore, I can give you just a statistic, which I got yesterday to it. According to WTC, there was like in 2019 before Corona, we had like 334 million um, jobs in tourism worldwide and which makes more than 10% share of the national GDP, which I think is a very one, which was 92, no, $92 billion, you know, contributing to tourism. So that is a very very strong figure, and people forget what that means internationally, not only as we just discussed, you know, on the value to create jobs and to education, which I think is an extremely important factor as well. So in 2002, we saw a little um, recovery, but it's not the same as we had in 2019. But in 2023, they expect that we get the same values as in 2019. So tourism develops very positively because as we all experience, you know, getting stuck at home, not being allowed to travel. So people have an urgent need to travel again. And sure. it's it's important if they stay, of course, in their own country. But as you see, it's always like 34%. They never leave the country. But the rest goes either the short haul, you know, goes up to six hours and and like up to 18%, which was actually pre-COVID. We're traveling some sort of long haul, and uh, only a few share, like four percent, went into Africa. So there is a lot of room, you know, to to work on, and I think that is important. So people understand the economical factor of outbound tourism and the global tourism really worldwide.
0: But it is sounding very positive for tourism in twenty twenty three. Then the stats that you've given us there. Yeah. Excellent. So you explained yeah. that the CT was founded in 1955, is that correct?
1: Yes, this is quite a long while ago, so almost being alive there. Um, yes, I mean, this was founded at those days. I think it was, you know, after the war when the first tourism boards, you know, in Germany got together and said, what can we do together? How can we, you know, exchange information? How uh, how do we work together? So tourism at those days, of course, was a very limited thing and mainly I would say Europe, only a few went to America those days. And now, of course, over the time it evolved and of course, more members. And we, of course, want to see that it's not only this kind of a club, Amical, you know, where they had nice meetings and friendly (laughs) lunches, dinners and travel, whatever. So, but nowadays it's really a platform um, which we try to exchange information amongst the members. So this is our internal um, uh, need for it, you know, because a lot of things happening in the market. Uh, What are the things which work well, which fairs are working well, which activities, what is the world at the moment going to, you know, I mean, it has also changed with the chat GTP. So how does tourism look like tomorrow, you know, in the future? But on the other side, this is the internal one. And we have regular meetings like in Frankfurt and sometimes in Berlin. Um, these are some sort of networking lunches where we do invite our partners. Um, You also have some sort of associate partners. Those are publishing housing, fairs, uh, some sort of research companies and other stakeholders from the industry. So we invite those people to hold presentations, to update us, you know, what is going on in the industry and how can we learn from each other uh, Mm. when we do this kind of networking functions.
0: But over the years, the group and the way that you operate must really have changed. I mean, tourism has changed drastically, obviously, in the the passing decades.
1: Yes, a lot, of course. The challenging nowadays, I mean, we have this, especially when it came up, you know, how vulnerable tourism is, especially when we experienced that during COVID, of course, you know. then afterwards, you know, the flights, how could you, you know, the airports, everything, people had to be, uh, yeah, we we lost a lot of people from the industry, I'm sure, uh, You know, the other parts of the world as well, you know, people went to other industries because they didn't see a hope and a perspective in tourism. So the airports had to struggle, you know, with all the, how do we get handle all these people who want to travel now, which are so committed to travel and the other side, they don't have enough staff, they don't have enough planes, they had, and of course, nowadays, we have also the strikes coming back. You know, everybody wants to have more money. Our inflation rate is going up. So it's it's a whole discussion. How can you pay those people, you know? And the latest discussions is, of course, you know, why the prices are so much up, you know? Why would an airline ticket cost to Mallorca now 500 euros? Like three years ago, it was 100, you know? So, and all the, the costs for them is also going up extremely well. And we uh, very high, you know, not well, but very high. Um, And we are working also very close with IATA, so also what is the airline industry doing, how can we learn from them, how do we cooperate, how can we help each other. So we had last year a very nice panel discussion, you know, with people from, on sustainability, you know, how is Lufthansa going to use the USAF uh, um, uh, fuel, you know, because it seems to be much more, much more efficient in using it and more sustainable, um, We also, where is it produced, is it enough, you know, how is the compensation programs of the airlines going on, where does the money go, why are the Germans not really prepared to put this kind of compensations into it, so is it its transparency, which is maybe lacking, so there were a lot of discussions about those topics, and I think even nowadays I mean the price is going up uh in our country the, the the unfortunately the inflation is also still up the living costs but still a lot of people I mean four out of five are prepared to travel to, at which budget so um and I think this is uh, it's not only a pleasure to do it but it's a need it's a kind of a you know something which belongs to our life before you buy a new car maybe you would like to travel so it's a it's a is a much higher ranking in your in your pyramid you know in your life than just buying some sort of normal goods but of course you have to your food for your housing etc but in germany the prices as i mentioned before are really going up so people have to see what how can you cope with this kind of increase but we see People are buying, and what we see in Germany, I mean, the luxury market has never been affected at all. You know, so it, it's even more so. People really spend on travel even more than before COVID. And what we also see in the market is this kind of experiences. You know, like just to lie down on a beach and uh, for a suntan. I think those times are over. Um, and the younger generation, the next one, all these kind of influencer. You know, all these people who are really traveling the world, either in the net or re- in in real time, they want to experience, they want to have this exchange of cultures, they want to meet with the people, they want to understand mm. where they are.
0: You did yeah. mention before some of the, uh, the activities for your members and things, but in what ways is it beneficial for your members to communicate with each other and discuss their ideas and their experiences? Yeah,
1: so I, as I said, we have some sort of actually three legs we're standing on. We have this kind of internal communication, where we exchange um, really in some sort of special lender meetings, which is called some meetings by the countries only, not with our other associated members, um, you know, experiences on fairs, on uh, how is the travel going, which is the kind of where do we need to go? Where do we face problems? You know, where do we need to do a bit more lobby or what is our daily routine? Also members uh, or a lot of tour operators, um, no, a lot of... Um, what is it, tourism boards have the problem also to get enough staff to work, you know, I mean, everything was cut down in COVID time and so how how can we find qualified people, you know, um, also supporting the tour operators because they're also looking for qualified people, so, you know, it's this kind of how do we work on this problem, how can we help, so the the cultural stick also in our last meeting we decided to, you know to look more into the evaluation and to support of the younger people of the younger you know people coming into this industry on at, uh, working with universities and this kind of Fachhochschule you know we have this kind of special uh, it's not a university but it's below on that one so people can really uh, can can find a career in the tourism industry not only as directors but also as in the tour operating, in the tourism boards, in all kind of... So we can support this initiative, you know, and uh, putting our experience also available for the for the universities, you know, to work with them. Hmm. Wonderful. And the, third, and the third leg, which we also have, which we created last year, when it comes to back on this kind of sustainability, we created out of this kind of bad experience on the COVID thing, that we said we want to uh, give an award, uh, award for Völkerverständigung, go over borders, which means um, this is really an award for our members from the countries to say who did a special thing, you know, to create special projects through COVID and where we helped, you know, for this Völkerverständigung, for this understanding of peoples, you know, that was right. actually the thing. So we started that last year. And we're just in discussion for next year's as well, because we think it's still very important, especially our chancellor, not the chancellor, our minister for for economics, Mr. Habeck, as I said, he is the one saying, you know, um, travel is the counteract to war. So it helps to create peace. So and that's actually what we are saying, you know, when people travel. You don't fight, you know, you're not looking for trouble. You want to experience the cultures. You want to, to meet people and you want to have a good time and you want to learn about other cultures.
0: I completely agree. It sounds like there's a lot of lot of benefits for your members here, but how can new people, new tourist boards, new companies get involved with Cop
1: Oh, yes. I mean, we're happy to accept other tourism boards, of course, you know, I mean, whoever they are in Germany. The only thing is... Uh, they need to attend a bit the meetings. You know, when we have this kind of lunch meetings, we, since COVID, we're also doing some sort of Zoom or Teams meetings so they can share because we have members in Slovakia, we have members in Hungary, they're not always can come to Frankfurt or the Berlin or the Hamburg one. So we put them on, on, on the screen. But to become a member and to really to get the real benefit, it would be great, you know, to have them coming to Frankfurt. Um, we know there are a few in Germany in which are based in Munich. So that's a bit of a difficult, it's a time problem, I think, but on the other side, we cannot go because this is all not paid jobs, what we're doing here. Um, So we cannot travel, you know, like a road trip through all Germany. So we need to focus on Frankfurt because Frankfurt is the center in Germany. It used to be the tourism center or is still a tourism center. All the airlines are here. So it's still the heart of the of the industry. And we always invite those people to come to Frankfurt and they can apply, they're mostly welcome, yeah.
0: Wonderful. I've just got one more question for you, actually. I'd be interested to know about how outbound German tourism is evolving this year. Have you seen any trends in terms of destinations and segments?
1: I think the outbound tourism is doing extremely well. I don't have proper statistics right now because we have so many countries, and um, that's a bit difficult to follow up on those ones. But we see, in general, the tourism industry increases like going back almost to 19. Yeah. So everyday statistics and people really want to travel. The only discussion is a bit, you know, on, on this kind of um, uh, inflation thing, but I'm sure people find their right target, you know, in some sort of with well, the right pocket what they have available. And we see it's growing. Uh, of course, a lot of Germans stay in Germany, but this always used to be like this. Um, this always used to be like this, and I think uh, people first. And now we have this beautiful weather here all over Europe because they're staying in Europe, I would say, uh, most of the time. Um, and but funny enough, recently I heard there's a lot of traffic again into America. Of course, you know, because it's yeah, it's connection since many many centuries. But we see also an increase into Africa again, which I'm really pleased about because people understand to this wildlife, this nature, just being out in the beautiful nature is something very rewarding. Yeah? So I can imagine that uh, the, the industry is really coming back. Of course, the cooperators operators sometimes say, yes, it's, it's not as good as last year's, but of course the year is not over. It's only almost half year. Uh, so I would say the industry is really recovering very quickly. And until the end of the year, of course, then it's more the long haul destination going into sunny destinations. I think we will be back uh, pretty soon to the old numbers.
0: That sounds very positive, especially with these new emerging destinations you mentioned.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we also see South America, Latin America. I mean, obviously, um, they have not done too many communication in our market, but um, I think even here, you see Brazil, obviously, I heard is doing quite well. Is going back the Caribbean destinations like Dominican Republic and going back to the to the other Caribbean islands. There, I think it's more the problem that not enough flights are available. You know, they don't have enough aircraft and the connectivity is not high enough. It's the same with Africa. We had it the other day with Windhoek. you know, with Namibia. They would love to have more planes going down there because they could accommodate much more people. But at the moment, the capacity in the airline business is a bit limited. So we see, yeah, we need to see how that is going to evaluate. You know, over the year, over the next months.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time, Hannah, and your incredible insights there.
1: That is absolutely a pleasure because I think we are an institution which is really it's fun to work with. Of course, you know, you devote a lot of time, but I think. You know, to do this kind of lobbying, to make also next to the German tourism, which is absolutely important, of course, but to show the Germans and also our politicians the importance of the worldwide tourism, the numbers, the figures, the statistics, What as as an own industry. To be honest, I mean, tourism is much more important than our German car industry because Mm -hmm. cars are no longer of interest. You know, people either have an electric or not. A car is a car, but I mean, tourism
0: industry is so much more sexy, you know? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's, wonderful. That's great, Hannah. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much there to Hannah Kleber for that fascinating interview. Now, that is unfortunately all we've got time for on this episode of the ITB News Podcast. Please do make sure to like, share and subscribe if you've enjoyed the episode. And of course, do visit news.itb.com for more updates.